You're listening to Delightfully Dimwitted, brought to you by TNT. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Delightfully Dimwitted. Tara, how are you on this beautiful morning? God, Taylor, I'm fantastic. Two days. Countdown. Two days until I tie the knot. And you're Miss, until Mrs. I... Taylor Simon Garvey Guernsey. Taylor Simon Garvey Guernsey. We got to get rid of a couple of those names, though. I like We're it. Drop a couple. Nah. Drop a couple. So, Tara, tell me if you have any uh, dim-witted moments. Oh, I do. It's actually happening right now. And here it is. I have not showered in a few days. <laughs> In a few days? Yeah, it's been a few days. So stop judging me. Um, I, You know what? Talk to me when you have kids. And I have a sick kid right now. I always have to shower. Yeah, and I always had to shower too when I was single and did not have children. And now I have children. And they suck every ounce of energy out of you. You can find time for mm, a shower. You would think. Well, the, here's the problem with my kid. I cannot shower until his med medication kicks in. And by the time his medication kicks in, then I have to feed him and do all of these other things because he can't feed. I can't feed him until his medication kicks in. So it's a whole thing. So stop judging. Fuck it. Just judge. I don't give a shit. I stink. It's the first time in years I can actually smell my own pits. It's Ugh. disgusting. But when yeah. you have children... You're going to be like, oh, my God, my hair is so dirty. I haven't showered in days. I'm so tired. And you will get it. You'll see. I don't think that's going to happen to me. I used to say that, too. I used to always say, I'll never leave a dish in the sink. And guess what happens? You have kids, and there's fucking dishes in the sink. So I'll leave a dish in the sink if I can take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. So that's my sad dimwit moment that I did not shower and I now smell my own body odor and it's terrible. I could stop right now and go get deodorant, but I feel like deserve to smell my own stink. And better yet, I'm going to walk into my kid's room. Did you not put deodorant on? No, because I I just literally woke up and I'm doing this. You brush your teeth? Yeah, I brush my teeth. I know I could have done it. Okay, I could have done it. I could have threw it on. But I was planning on taking a shower. So why why waste the deodorant if I'm just going to shower? I've forgotten to put deodorant on before, and luckily it was during a time when we had to wear masks at work. Yeah, but you also carry deodorant with you in your purse. I I remember you'd be like, hold on, I think I smell. And you whipped out your deodorant and put it on in front of me, which I didn't care. sometimes this dimwit forgets things. Mm -hmm. So I got to think for the future Taylor. All right. So smart. I so. also bring a toothbrush and toothpaste with me just in case. <laughs> I never forget to br- brush my teeth. I know that. It's hard to forget to do that. I don't forget to do that. But I actually carry toothpaste as well in my kit. Uh, the only thing I don't carry is a toothbrush. You can always use your finger. <laughs> yeah, to- yeah, it really gets it clean with that finger. <laughs> oh, yeah, get in there, man. Use my nail as like a brush. Oh, gross. Terrible. Oh, okay. That's gross. That's too far. <laughs> You know what? I have this one friend that every time we go, because we'll do like little vacations as a group of friends so that Mm. we can all like meet up. And I swear every time we go, she always forgets something, whether it's a toothbrush, deodorant, basically all of the essentials. So Mm -hmm. this last time that we went, it was a toothbrush and she didn't have toothpaste either. So she asked for toothpaste and then proceeds to use her finger oh and i was like i have an extra one here 
And then she thought, oh, do you want it back after? And I was like, mm-mm. Do you own that? That is your DNA on it. It's all yours, girl. That's like, can I borrow a pair of underwear? Right. I mean, yeah. it's the same yeah, idea. Like, yeah, no, exactly. it's, yours. it's yours. Enjoy. Yeah. Or a pair of socks. I'm the same way with the socks. I'm like, no, they're Our yours. socks are fine. Yeah. I don't know. Feet touching. It, it kind of creeps me out. I'm not a big feet person. <laughs> My kid's 11, but he'll let his toenails grow so long. I'm like, yeah. what, what are you, some weird old lady who's letting her nails grow? Are we? It's Is it the Guinness Book of World Record with those toenails? Let's cut them. That no, one. don't cut them. Oof. I'm like, why do you not want me to cut them? It's Ew. disgusting. I know he's a boy. Yeah. If you ever decide to have kids and you have a boy, you are going to realize how disgusting creatures they are. Your, your New Jersey accent comes out more. Every time I talk like, about my disgusting children. It's like you're an old Jewish woman. I know. Say there's a fine line between the Italians and the Jews. <laughs> my kid forgets a lot of stuff because he's uh, got severe memory problems because he's ADHD. I was reading. Oh, my God. It was so sad. Like every day in the news, every day there's a school shooting. There's this, this, that. And I was just reading about a kid in, I want to say, it's always Texas. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that state of Texas. No, it wasn't Texas. It was Arizona. So apologies, Texas. It was a, yeah, it was a 15-year-old boy who had in his backpack a semi-automatic weapon that was disassembled and he had full magazines and he had a special, it's called a lightning strike or lightning grid or something. And what it does is it attaches to the gun and it makes it automatic. Jesus. So he gets called to the principal's office. They find it. The kid says it's not his, it's his friends. His friends told, you know, gave it to him to hold. Right. So whether that's true, I don't know. But here's what got me. The parents said, hey, my kid does not, like, we don't have guns. My kid doesn't own guns. He never has talked about guns. My child is ADHD, and he's just trying to fit in. They said, we believe him when we, he said, a friend gave this to me to hold because he just wants to make friends. It scares me on so many levels, obviously, because... That the parents believe it, or... Not that the parents what? believe it. It's just that I have a child who is ADHD, and my biggest fear is he's going to... He has impulse control. It's severe impulse control issues, and he is also desperate for friends. And I am worried, and he does it, you know, his friends will be like, hey, I don't have any money. Give me, give I want to, I want this book. Can you buy it for me? So he'll buy books for everybody at the book fair because they right. want books. And he's like, yeah. well, I want them to like me. I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus, the peer pressure, right? And I'm like, yeah. buddy, your friends, your real friends won't ask you to do it. And he does not think properly. And yeah. not all ADHD kids are like this, but a lot are. And this is part of the problem. But I think that's just kids in general dealing with peer pressure like that. True. Wanting to fit in, the wanting to make friends. You don't want to look like a prude. True. But as someone, my child has gotten into trouble because of his impulse control problems, because he cannot help himself. You know, Mm -hmm. if you say to my kid, don't touch that, he'll stand there and not because he wants to touch it, but you can see the struggle in his face. That he's trying not to touch it, and he's his mm-hmm. hands going there, and his and he can't do it, and it and it's a constant tr- struggle, and he's on medication, so I yeah. can't imagine what's happening if this kid wasn't medicated, or you know, kids out there who are on medication but still struggle. 
it's just it's serious and and this gun business i taylor the guns it's scary what are we gonna do about the guns i don't know but if people keep saying that it's their constitutional right to have a fucking gun Mm -hmm. it's freaking ridiculous you know what else was in the constitution what the right to slaves. To oh, and we were, slaves. that's interesting. And we were able to abolish that. How yeah, we were like, that wasn't right, right? Let's right. get rid of that one. But when it comes to guns, oh, no, that during that time, we needed it. So we definitely need it now. Right. Like, during that time, 1776, yeah, there was an all-out war. Right. They were trying to... People needed it from, for protection. From Britain, yeah. Right. So it makes sense why you needed guns. I get it. Right. But now... But now no. In Italy, I, I was looking it up because I, I thought we might talk about this at yeah, some point. Yeah, what's gun control like in So Italy? let me tell you. So people can have guns, but here's what you have to do to get a gun. Number one, you have to be 18. Number two, you have to show that you know how to use it by getting a certificate, how to take it apart, put it together, clean it, use it, shoot mm-hmm. it in order to get it. You can't have a criminal record. You have to be mentally sane. You, God, there was a whole list. You can have certain types of guns, as many hunting guns as you want. There's a set limit of, you know. How does that differ from our gun control here? Here, you have to be 18. The end. That's it? I mean, you're not supposed to have a criminal record, but people are getting guns illegally all the time. We don't, nobody has to prove that they know how to use the gun. I can walk in tomorrow to a gun store and say, hey, I want a gun. Nobody checks it, right? Nobody checks it. So great. You know, there's a waiting period and all that shit. In Italy, you actually have to prove that you're sane. If you don't have a criminal record, but you are a known abuser or you've gotten in trouble and, you know, maybe been arrested, but it was expunged and can't have it. They take that shit so seriously, which is why, you know, there are these, and I'm assuming that's very similar in a lot of these countries where we don't, they don't have the gun problems like we do. Right. I don't know. I I don't know how it all works. And I know I've gotten into argument with people who are in the military. I'm like, stop fucking talking. You are trained to use a gun. Right. Okay. These people who are walking in and these kids who are shooting are number one, getting it from their fucking parents or mm-hmm. stealing it or ghost guns. That's a new thing. A ghost gun. You ghost buy it. Guns? Yeah, ghost guns. You buy it in parts and you put uh, it together. They give you like wow. a map on how to put it together. It's terrible shit. And I'm like, wow. you're assuming everyone is sane. You're assuming everyone knows how to use a gun just because you do. Stop it. Yeah. You do not need it for right. protection. That's what yeah. the military or the police force is for. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. The police don't always show up when you need them. That's true. My alarm went off and it took them 24 hours to come to my house, you know? And I was like, really? Yeah. They could have literally put my house on a truck and driven it away. (laughs) Whatever. But, you know, rule of thumb, if I could get out of the house, I'm getting out of the house. Like, I'm going to jump through a fucking window before I'm like, whip out my gun and protect my gun. Fuck no. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the argument for having a gun is saying, well, what if the other person has a gun? Oh, great. So it's two idiots shooting at each other. Yeah. So if we had better gun control, then we wouldn't have the issue with 
anyone can have a gun. So I need to protect myself from other guns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these fucking Republican idiots, these young girls. Oh my God. Not all Republicans are idiots. Let me just be clear. But you got this moron, uneducated, dumb. A lot of them are women. Women. Sorry. Yep. These young girls in the Congress here, this Lauren Boberts and this Marjorie, whatever her name is, green something. And they're like, arm the teachers. I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Arm the teachers. You know what? I can't respond to that. I do think that they need, when you walk through the- Metal detectors? Yes, thank you. Yeah. They Mm -hmm. need metal detectors or something. Every school should have it. Every school should have that. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise you're, yeah, you're going to have people that, even knives. Yeah. That's why I pulled my kid out of private school. Because they were, there was no resource officer. You mean out of public school? What did I say? Private. I'm an idiot. I pulled, him, pulled him out of, out of public, public school. school. There right. was no resource officer. There yeah. was no metal detectors. There were fights every day. I'm like, it is mm-hmm. a ticking time bomb over at that school. I said, no, yeah. he was terrified to go to school. I'm like, you know what? We're out. We're going. I'm going to I'm gonna bite the bullet and pay the money. It's really scary. Not even schools, but... Really going into any Anywhere. major event, whether it's a concert, comedy show, mm-hmm. whatever it could be, a f- going movie to theater. a movie, mm-hmm. restaurant, yeah, it's like you, you almost supermarket. constantly have to be worrying about people, crazy people yes. coming in, shooting up the place. Yes, yeah, it's just really sad. Disgruntled employees, things we never had to deal with as a child. I never had to deal right. with. I mean, the the only thing we were scared of is like getting abducted. You know what I mean? Or, or you know, being late for dinner. You know, honestly, right. that's, you know, the worst getting thing. Getting a whooping. Getting a whooping yeah, for being well, late. You know, like the, the sun sets and mom's like, be home by dark. And you're like, because that's what time dinner was. And then you're, you're not. Like, oh, no. It in. got dark earlier tonight. <laughs> like, shit. Speaking of, I am huge on being on time. And I know that oh you are, God. too. It drives me crazy. Crazy. People who are late. When... Or people that are late or people that I'm with that will make me late because I'm waiting on them. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. My dad, for instance. <gasps> is he late? Yeah, all the time. No. Oh, my God. If, we have, if I tell him a week in advance, we have a dinner reservation at 6, he gets home from the gym at 5.50 and nope. he's like, I'm going to take a quick shower. Nope. So my mom and I have finally gotten smart and said, all right, we're going to meet you there. We'll drive. Mm-hmm. You'll come yeah. after. Yeah. And what what happened last time when we did that was we started backing out. He didn't even shower. He just stuck clothes on and he was in the car with us. Yeah. He didn't want us to leave without him. I wonder if he smelled as bad as I do right now. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, he did go to the gym. I don't know. <laughs> and he didn't shower. So there's a possibility. It is my biggest pet peeve. And I mm-hmm. have had some of Kai's friends, parents, Mm-hmm. who are late. I say, what time are you going to drop them off? And they tell me what time. I don't pick the time. Uh-huh. 11 o'clock. Right. 11 o'clock comes and goes. My kid, we're constantly on time. Our motto, if you're on time, you're 10 minutes late. We will always be on time because it is respectful to the other people. I'm not right. going to waste anybody's time. They'll show okay. up 12 o'clock. Here's what I'm going to say. This is not a racist comment because I believe this is bullshit. But my child is black. Some of his friends are black. And, you know, a particular mother. BPT? Yes. Apparently it's real, which 
I feel like it's not real. I feel like it's an excuse. And she's like, well, it's a cultural thing. I said, it's not a cultural thing. It's a disrespectful (laughs) thing. If you tell me you're going to drop them off. No, I probably didn't. She scares me a little bit. (laughs) If you tell me you're going to drop them off at 11, I assume you're going to be 11, not 12. Otherwise, tell me you're going to drop them off at 12. Now, his aunt is is black. Or give a courtesy call. Sorry, we're running late. Give a courtesy call. Exactly. And there was another instance, same people, where we were meeting at, I think it was 5 o'clock. I was running late. And I called at 4.45. And I said, I am so sorry. I know we're supposed to be there in 15 minutes. I'm still at the accountants. We'll be there about 5.15. Like we're leaving in five minutes. And she goes, oh, I forgot. Can we move it to seven? Because we're on our way to a football game right now. Oh, I'm like, we're supposed to meet in 15 minutes. Were Uh you ever going to fucking call me? No, I would have sat there. She forgot. She forgot. No, she didn't forget. She specifically Uh didn't do it. And she's like, well, it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing. And I talked to his aunt. I said, look, you're black. Tell me. Give me the whole thing. Now, we're going to get a lot of probably, like, black people are like, no, it's real. But his aunt is black. And she tells me, she goes, no, she is always on time. She goes, that's bullshit. It's just laziness and it's poor planning. She said, I am always on time. And I know plenty of black people who are always on time. It's an excuse that that people try to use. Yeah. And I don't like anybody. White, black, green, purple, whatever color, you know. Whatever you want. Whatever nationality, whatever ethnicity. If you keep me waiting, you you were being disrespectful. My time is just as valuable as your time. I don't keep you waiting. And if I do, guess what? I don't call you when I'm supposed to meet you. I call you prior to when I'm supposed to meet you. Agreed. Even when you give a a heads up to someone that you're going to be late, there's still that anxiety that comes with, damn, I'm going to be late, but at least I'm giving a heads up up. still. Yes. And you know me. I don't get anxiety at all. Nothing, nothing really. The only thing that that gives you anxiety. The only thing. Being late is the only thing that causes me anxiety. No, I get it. I I, I account for everything. I'm like, all right, traffic. Yep. We got to account for more traffic. Yep. What if I can't find parking? Yep. What if I miss the exit? Right. What oh if I miss God. a turn oh and I got to go around? I don't know the area. Mm-hmm. So I got to account for stupidity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Account for the dim-witted moments that will come with come. driving. It, Lord knows I have them. Right. And you can't control other people and their right. driving or whatever. Right. Yep. I just, I just hate people. I mean, not all people, but just a lot of fucking people. Most you know. people. I, I, I realize I hate other kids' parents. Most of the time I like the kids. I don't like the parents. And and sometimes I like the parents and hate the kids, you know? Yeah. You, yeah do you ever yeah. wonder, like, when you have your kid, do you think that you would know if your kid's an asshole or, you know, know. if they're ugly? Like, if your kid's born, you know, how they're like, oh, all babies are cute. All babies are not cute. I'm just going to say right cute. now, they're not yeah. all cute. Like, yeah. would you know as a parent if your kid wasn't cute? I don't know. I've come across a lot of parents that think that their kids are cute mm-hmm. and I know otherwise. <laughs> you're like, mm, not, they are not attractive children. No. And then you're like, well, God willing, they'll grow out of that. Right. Hopefully they get cuter as they age. Yeah. And then you see um, them age and you're like, it's not looking like, good. It's not looking so good. It's not looking good. Yeah. But I just wonder if you have this like skewed view of kids of your own kid because it is yours like if you just automatically think that they're cute 
uh, or if you're just pretending if you tell yourself that i have to i have to i have to come clean about something so so and this is where i wonder if there's a difference between adopting a child and having your biological child but when he my child first came to me now he looked a little ragged he's don't get don't get me wrong the kid lived a tough life he was he was like five four and a half by the time he got to me and he was not well taken care of and he walks in with his hair and it hadn't been cut in i don't know how long and he was wearing like dirty clothes and you know, rough around the edges. Rough around the edges. I was like, "Oh shit, this is gonna be my kid." Like, "Oh well, maybe you know, maybe a good haircut will help." I don't know, you know. <laughs> and I never really thought he was adorable. Now I look at him, I'm like, "Oh my god, he's so handsome. He's yeah. like the handsomest guy." And then I was like, "Is it because he's my kid now? Did I not think he was handsome before because?" It was an adoption and he wasn't biologically mine. And now he feels, I mean, the the kid couldn't be any more like me. Like he's exactly me, except, Uh you know, a boy. Yeah. I I asked the question. Mm -hmm. Now the time goes on. Is he actually, is my kid cute? Do you think my kid's cute? Be honest with me. Be honest. He he can't hear you. Yes, I do. He's he's cute, cute. right? But I've always thought he was cute since knowing him when he was younger too. Okay. So I uh, dodged the bullet there then. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you, you, know, you got lucky. You, na- nature versus nurture. So I don't know. I just don't know if you know there's a difference between biologically having a child and and j- adopting a child. I don't know. Were you a cute baby? Did your mother think you were cute? I was cute. Yeah, she said I was the cutest. But do you? And my brother was really cute. I've seen pictures. I was pretty damn cute. You were you cute? Okay, good. Yeah, so your mom, she's like just a gem of a person and loved being a mom. Yeah. She was. She's a better mom than me, I think, because she always stuck up for you. Yeah, always. Always, no always. matter what, with school, everything. No matter what, yeah. I am not like Even that. when I was wrong. You See, that's my problem. I am not like that. Am I a shitty parent for so not sticking up like, for my kid? Yeah, because my mom has told stories of my grandma when my mom was in school. And my, my grandparents were in education. So m- my mom had to deal with my grandpa being her principal, mm-hmm. right? So... Yeah, so then she was like treated differently by the by the teachers, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. She would write herself notes, okay, to get out of school. Right. So then there was a time when I think they said, "All right, she's been out sick, let's say nine days," and they called my grandma. Mm-hmm. A cool parent would be like, "Yes, yeah, she's been sick." Oh no! I'm my mm-hmm. my grandma said. Nope, I didn't write any of those yep. notes. That's exactly what I would do. Ugh, you're terrible. That's so awful. I believe that if you're, I see, this is the age of, I don't know. You say it's awful. I think it's, you need to teach kids that their actions um, no, have consequences. What? what if you, fa- what if they fail because of that? Then they fail and they have to no, deal with the consequence. You Got teach it. them, you teach them separately. Like you teach them at home. You, let me tell you something. Some kids have to be hit over the head. Okay. Not literally, but figuratively, you know, my kid will keep making the same mistake over and over and over. And I'm like, you're, you got to take the consequence. When I was young, consequence, nobody stuck up for me. It is what it is. If you were wrong, you had to face up to it. Nobody was covering your ass. And now I feel like parents are covering their ass too much. So I was raised, my parents did basically the same thing that your grandparents did to your mom. And that's how I'm raising my, okay, well, you say it's messed up, but, (laughs) but then I see some of the people who don't take responsibility now that they're an adult 
who might have turned out great. You turned out great, but you know what? You're an anomaly. I think there are other people who have not turned out great, and we could probably name a few that you're like, some people who've worked for us, you're like, just fucking own up to your mistake. Take the hit and move on. You're, yeah. You made a mistake. I think part of our problem is this is that every kid gets a trophy bullshit. Every kid right. should not get a trophy. If you if your kid doesn't do what he needs to do, he shouldn't get a trophy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, well, he tried. Fuck that. That's why everybody believes they deserve the job. They deserve more money. No, you're not doing the work. You don't deserve more money. Yeah. Sorry, not to segue, but this is where I'm a hard ass fucking Italian. Take the fucking hit. You know what I mean? So yeah, I do. I it, get it. it's a hard lesson for parents. And my kid was in first grade and he was in private school at the time. And he decided to take a bunch of paper towels and stuff them in the sink of the school bathroom. Okay. Clogged up the whole thing. Got mm-hmm. caught. I got a call for the principal, the headmaster, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I go, I'll be right in. And I sat down with the headmaster. She's like, well, you know, we he really messed up all of this stuff. And we know it was him, but he's kind of lying about it. I go, oh, is it? yeah, I believe that this happened. So here's what we're going to do. You're going to make him clean that bathroom. And she's like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. I'm like, oh, no, you're going to do that. You're going to do that. And she was British. And she's like, oh, you know, with her accent and very like, oh, I don't think we can do this. Like, here's the deal. He's not going to learn a lesson. I don't. I'm terrible. We know. I I do not. You know, I'm terrible with accents. I'm like, hello, governor. I don't know. So again, teaching kids responsibility. In that case, Mm -hmm. case, I agree with you. Oh. But when it comes to things like where it affects your grade because of something silly, like. I'm sorry, silly. You writing your own absent notes and not going to school is not silly and it should affect your grade. Or going out of a period, like where you get out of like gym. Come on, come on. Uh, That's silly. Why are you getting out of gym? But It's your job. (laughs) It's no, I tell Kai this all the time. It is your job to go to school. That is your job. My job is to pay for shit that you want. And your job is to go to school. I'm sorry. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Finish your thought. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say that my mom did something to me as a kid, similar to what, what you did to Kai with the bathroom thing. Mm-hmm. Um, at the grocery stores, you know, they have those bins of like um, candy mm-hmm. and uh, gummy bears. Mm-hmm. So I must have been six years old. Probably. Sticky fingers. Oh, yeah. I yeah, used to, my take, kid too. I used to take it mm-hmm. out. And I'd shove it in my mouth. And my brother told on me, little yeah. dick he was. Yeah, yeah. My sister's right. He, he told my mom time. that I that I took stuff. My mom says, open your mouth. Of course, all of these gummy bears are falling out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so she said, We're gonna go tell the manager. I did the same um, thing with my kids. Because, mm-hmm. because now, because you stole, store prices are gonna go up. Oh, nice. So then she made me with her go up to the manager mm-hmm. and apologize. Yep. I never stole anything ever again. Yep. Yep. Until I, I was older. That, so <laughs> <laughs> oh until God. I was 
was older and knew better. <laughs> knew better. Well, I did the exact same thing at Joanne's with my kid who walked out with something he wanted and we walked right back in and I go, go tell him you stuck, stole it. And if they, you know, if they make you pay for it, they make you pay for it. And he's like, Wah! I'm like, and then we're going to drive to the police station because oh, it had happened multiple times. Nope. That's, nope. Oh, okay. You don't understand. This happened multiple times. So I took him yeah. to the police station. It's called the Scared Straight Taurus Scared Straight Program. And yeah. I walked in and I said to the front lady, here's the deal. This is what's going on. And she goes, hold on. I'm going to send somebody out. I'm like, great. So oh, wow. yeah. I'm like, the guy says, did you take stuff? Do you do this often? And he like starts talking to the guy. The guy's like, oh, crying. And he's like, look, buddy, we don't want to see you here. And having that talk, did scare him straight enough that he's never stole anything? Well, that's fucking bullshit. That he's knows. never he's never stole anything from a store. He steals shit from his friends all the time. But he never stole any, he has not, or at least that I've caught so far, yeah. anything yet. But yeah. again, though, that's consequences to the action. That's my yeah. point. You know, I mean, in those cases, I do, I do get it because if it's happening over and over again, you do have to kind of like get a little bit, be a little bit of bit of a hard ass. Yeah. And- and scare them straight. Like scare them straight. You have to. Parents suck. Yeah. They don't do that. They're like, oh, well, it, you know, I talked to them. Like, fuck you. They're kids. They're going to keep doing it. Stop talking to them and just yeah. do something. Act. Act. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're out of time. Taylor, I'm going to miss you so much. I am not going to miss you that much because I will wow. be laying in that Hawaii. Shockingly Enjoying hurtful. myself. So shockingly hurt. Are you going to send back pictures that I, we can put on Instagram? Can we put them on the social medias that we're on? Yeah, we will post. Okay, to. perfect. You send them. I will take care of everything. I'm going to miss you. Have a great wedding. Have a great honeymoon. This week's shout outs go to Cully and Bonnie Laster from Clifty, Kentucky. Good Teresa D'Agostaro from Burbank, California. Carrie Moynihan from Los Angeles. And Jean Wigman from Glendale, California. Jean. Oh, uh, so if you want your personal shout out don't forget to share your favorite episode retweet just tell us anything if you want us to talk about a particular subject that we have no knowledge of no education about we're happy to do that you might have to google it after but we'll give you our 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 opinion exactly it'll probably be wrong but let us know Mm -hmm. you can follow us on facebook and instagram at delightfully dimwitted or twitter at delfully dimwit And that is it for this week. Taylor, have a great trip. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye.